This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs why, how, and the road to now. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, your host, Mike Fusco. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on another episode of Team Business Podcast. This is Team Business episode number 43. We're welcoming Arian Radman today. Hey Arian, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you, Mike? Excellent, excellent. Arian, I had the pleasure of working with him uh, and our companies kind of align and he is the founder and CEO of Ignite Post. CEO is the uh, title you go by, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and Ignite Post, man, you guys are doing some awesome things. I love having entrepreneurs on the show, uh, especially when they're forward thinking and you know they develop these companies that are so different than what you see day to day. And you definitely fit in that category, man. So I'm excited oh, to have you on and, and explain to my audience what you do and how you came up with the concept and what you guys do day to day. So Arian, okay. I'm going to let you take a minute here to introduce yourself, tell the audience a little bit about, about yourself and about what you do, man. Sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Number one, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, super excited to get into it and, and talk a, a little bit more. But uh, as you said, my name's Arian Radman. I'm the CEO and founder at Ignite Post. And essentially what we do is we help brands create magic moments using real pen and ink handwritten notes. And so our business is actually twofold. So we have intelligent software that meets you where you are. So we plug into either your CRM system or an e-commerce platform uh, to essentially let you trigger perfectly timed handwritten cards. And then on the back end, so to help scale and for kind of quality assurance, we actually have a fleet of handwriting robots that will hold real BIC ballpoint pens and write out in an actual handwriting style, uh, handwritten cards. And then our fulfillment team does everything soup to nuts. So orders come in, our robots write them out, we pack and ship uh, on behalf of brands so that you can use uh, marketing automation in the way that you're used to using it, but you get this really very kind of personal uh, and highly effective form of communication. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, man. <laughs> and when Arian tells you like they can plug in, they can meet you where you are. And when I say you, I say as a business owner, uh, you know, people, I, I noticed that in my business, clients still really love to get a handwritten card, man. I mean, I know that oh, yeah. you know, we have all these fancy ways of marketing and communicating with customers, you know, text messaging, and emails, and of course, whatever else. But that, I think it's a lost art. Or maybe it's not a oh, lost yeah. art. Maybe it's more people still still do direct mail than what, what we think. But I think just writing a handwritten card, picking up and writing it and sending it to your customer, they love it, right? I mean, do you find that most of your customers tell you the same? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I decided to start the business, right? There are there are a couple major trends that I saw. So number one, and you touched on this already a little bit, is that everybody is inundated with a lot of digital communication, whether that's emails, uh, push notifications, text messages, as you mentioned, um, digital ads that get pushed our way on literally every device we have, right? So, you know, your phone, your computer, your watch now, God forbid. Yeah. You know? So it's like you're, you're just getting inundated with a lot of digital communication. And so uh, we didn't see that trend as something that was going to slow down. If anything, we, we saw that that was going to continue. 
but then the other thing that we saw is that you know with all this vying for people's attention uh, as a uh, as as a consumer the trust factor is also lacking right so we're at this point now where uh, people trust their peers in in the sense of you know uh, in terms of what they say about various brands more so than the communication that's coming from the actual brand and we see this with the importance of having you know really yeah. good reviews testimonials that's what people want to want to go to and that's what they trust right. and so we're in this situation where for a business or a brand it's getting harder to reach your your customers or your target audience and when you do they are they're putting less weight on your communication anyway and they trust what other folks are, are saying more so than what you're saying and so the combination of the two is really why we decided to, to start ignite post to cut through the noise and to start building those personal relationships that turn those customers into raving fans that come back again and again yeah it's so cool man now how did you think of the concept of like the robots <laughs> well, so honestly, it started with how I thought the business should just work because there's a lot of different like paths that we should that we could have gone down. So you know, with the the whole reason why we did robotics and you know the used real pens is because uh, the authenticity factor, right? So when we started Ignite Post, I didn't want to be just another direct mail solution because I thought that's kind of part of the problem as well, right? Everybody's used to getting a lot of those, you know, mass mailers. And most of them, I think the oft quoted stat is about 25% of them end up going right in the trash without people actually looking at them. So I didn't want to be just another printed mailer solution. I really wanted to be an authentic um, form of communication. And the only way that we were going to be able to do that was to actually put pen to paper and use real pen and ink and then kind of to, to couple that the other side of that coin was well if that's what we want to do you really need to only have a couple options you know option one is to go and work with a network of individuals like real people humans to write all these handwritten letters uh that's the only way that you can you know scale it you can't have like one person doing everything right. um, or right. you can you can go the robotics route and so uh what we the reason why we went the robotics route is for consistency, scalability, and quality. So if I'm a business or a business owner, you know, one of the th cool things that we can do is we can actually replicate someone's actual handwriting. And so if that's important to someone because they want to send correspondence in their own handwriting, the only way to do that is to go the automation and robotics route. You can't you can't teach a, a network no. of individuals somebody else's handwriting. And then consistency is important too. So if you are consistently sending out a particular handwritten notes or letters and you want it to you know, come from a specific individual at your company, you can't have notes arriving you know, in like 40 different handwriting styles because that, again, cuts down on the, the authenticity and the effectiveness. So uh, that's, that's kind of the logic that we use. But when we do that, that's kind of that, that really paints a picture of the, the only way that we could do that and hit our requirements and our goals was to go the robotics route. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I know personally, because like I said, I'm, I'm a client of Ignite Post and they do an awesome job, but you can choose different handwriting styles based on the name, you know, the robot, and the robots have names, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it's, it's awesome, man. I think it's really far. I mean, it's great, great thing. Great, great product, great service. Uh, nice. Good personal touch too. I can tell the audience from listening that you know Ignite Post they don't they they don't rely on their robots for everything. I mean they have a great account management team and and people there that help out. So totally uh, good stuff. Man. And, 
and that's part of it too, right? So the yeah. robots are, you know, we lean on them for scalability for sure. But yeah, there are, there are definitely humans attached to it as well to make sure that you're saying the right things and that things look authentic. And that that's a big part of success as well. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have to, you have to, uh, if, if one of the robots calls out sick, you got to take their spot <laughs> yeah. for the day, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You got to gotta pick up the pen and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, man, like, how so when did you start the company tell me a little bit about how you led up to that and you know what were you doing before yeah so the interesting thing uh is we actually started as an instagram photo printing company and before pivoting to ignite post so my original idea my original kind of concept is uh you know, we launched in 2017 like i said as kind of like this instagram printing company and my whole kind of concept was everybody was putting a lot of effort into keeping their digital presence up to date with like posting a lot of photos of what they're doing or you know what they're doing with their yeah. friends but if you looked at your actual physical space you know like the photos around you uh they got out of date very very quickly and so the whole concept was okay we should create a service that connects to somebody's instagram account and then based on instructions they set uh, send them a sample of their own photos so that they can keep their physical space connected and up to date with their online digital presence. So that was the original goal of the business. And then what we found is uh, brands started reaching out to us, wanting to use us uh, in a number of different ways, but for you know prospecting, for lead generation, um, as like a nice touch for their own customers. And so that kind of set me on the path of thinking of like okay why is this interesting for brands and so that was kind of when this whole you know digital inundation came came into play and i was like okay well this is interesting because all the other solutions are very digital and, and we have an actual physical thing um and then the other thing that was that was unique was they would always ask if they had the ability to include a note with the um the the prints that were going out and when we started doing a lot of digging, we actually found that that was something that was super important to them and that they liked the idea that it was so personalized and they could include a note. And so that was kind of like our aha moment where we're like, okay, why is, why is this so important to brands and why are they like latching on to this whole concept of, I wanna physically send something to someone, so like non-digital, that's personalized with a note. And so that, that combo was like, okay, if we really take this to the nth degree, and I'm a brand, how do I really want this to work? What is the most personalized form of communication we can send and how would it work? And so that is what, you know, eventually morphed into the idea for Ignite Post of, okay, well, the most personal thing you can send somebody is a personal handwritten note that's sent exactly when you need it sent. And so that kind of set us down the path of figuring out, well, then how does the platform need to work? How would we need to like integrate with like what systems our customers are using and then what does the end product actually have to be how do we let, have to let people you know customize and personalize their communications to really get the effect that they're going for and so that was kind of that was the that was the lot the, the very quick uh explanation of like the journey that that we took to kind of get to where we are right now <laughs> and you guys still do any of the the prints or the pictures or no no, we, we we use some of the printing equipment for the uh, the designs. So if, you know you can customize the handwritten cards that we sent. You can customize the image on the front of the card. So we use the same kind of equipment to do that, but we don't do any of like just pure printing anymore. So what's your? Tell me a little bit about your day to day. What's your day to day role in the in the firm? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I view my role as basically working for everybody else. <laughs> so my role is kind of like making sure the folks have the resources they need or have the materials they need, uh, which is interesting, you know, traditionally when you go to, uh, you know, when you get a job and like start working, you, you typically go through a career like gaining responsibilities and gaining, um, you know, additional, yeah. you know, roles and things you have to do. Uh, it's the exact opposite <laughs> when you start a business because initially there is nobody. And so, you know, you just have to do everything. And so, you know, my, my role over the last probably year or two has really been shedding responsibility and delegating. Um, and that's kind of really what I, what I view my role as is, you know, kind of playing that support member uh, role to my team and getting them what they need, making sure that they're unblocked, you know, really kind of being an unblocker, um, and then really just setting like overall strategic direction. Uh, so that, that's kind of like really what I do on a, on a day-to-day basis is spend a lot of times making sure that the team has what they need, that they're on track to, you know, hit their goals. Uh, and if not figuring out how to, you know, assist them to make sure that they do, and then kind of more strategic high level thinking and kind of figuring out what we want to do and where we want to take the business. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What, what is the mark of a good leader in your opinion? So I think, honestly, the mark of a good leader is, is moving their feet, right? Like there's a difference between a, between a, a, a boss and a leader. So uh, yeah. as much as possible, and actually maybe to a fault, I'm like very much a believer that you have to be a very hands-on leader and lead by example. I don't think there's any other way to do it. So um, that's been my kind of leadership style is kind of do first and then, you know, delegate later. So, uh, you know, I think mark of a good leader is, is getting in there, rolling up their sleeves and kind of, you know, being a participant with their team uh, instead of more of like a, a director to their team. Do you, uh, leading by example, would you kind of say leading by example day to day? Do you find yourself, you know, you guys, I'm sure like most companies, you're, you have a spread out workforce. Is that... Or do you have yes. a lot of people in your location where you are? Yes and no. Yeah. So we definitely are a distributed team, but because we of the physical nature of our product, we actually do have a fulfillment center. So I, I work here in Boston yeah. out of the fulfillment center. Um, but, you know, we've got folks in San Diego. Uh, we have uh, some folks in Spain, uh, in the Czech Republic. Uh, so it's, it is distributed. I'd say we're concentrated here in Boston, but distributed for sure. And I think with distributed, I think something that I like to talk about on the podcast, especially in the last year and a half, is how do you maintain the culture of the company when you have people, like you said, you know, across the country and other countries in Europe, you know, how do you maintain that culture? What, what do you guys at Ignite Post do to kind of, you know, keep everyone feeling like they're part of the group, part of the company, part of the team? Yep. So we do a couple things. So the first thing that we do is every single day we do a uh, company stand up, uh, which is interesting, too, because we have people now like literally all over the world in different time zones. So it was tricky initially to like find a time that like worked for, for everybody. But I, I really believe in that. And that's it's important for us to do. So every day we do a company stand up. It's literally five minutes, but everybody's on the call uh, and everybody just goes around and ha- like for one minute each and we just say hey here's like what i you know what i'm trying to do here's what i worked on yesterday and what i'm planning to get through today and it's just a time that you can just put but get some face time in with folks um which helps build culture a lot helps kind of gel the team uh and it also 
is that opportunity for you to say, hey, you know, like, Bob, I'm, I'm waiting on this resource from you. Or, hey, like, do, by the way, don't forget, I, I need, you know, thing X. And so just having that one time that you know is, you know, you're going to have a check-in, uh, I think has done wonders for the team. And then the other thing too is, you know, communication is, is important just in general. So, you know, we use Slack as one of our uh, communication tools. And so we're always super active there. And, you know, we, we try to go out of our way to make sure if something is said or if there's a conversation, it kind of happens uh, there where there's the collective uh, knowledge and kind of everybody can kind of see it. And it also kind of pulls everybody in. So everybody feels like they have this, this more total view and that there's not just silos that they don't know about. So, you know, the, the right. combination of those things um, is really kind of what we do. And then, you know, we try to get together at least once a quarter to just, you know, have a meeting. Typically, we grab some beers or like have a happy hour. No agenda, just like a group Zoom call to just catch up on, you know, non-work related, just how, how are people doing? Awesome, man. And yeah. you find that that's been helpful? Uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it, it's funny too, because we set the agenda specifically as no agenda and just talk about like non-work related, you know, fun stuff. Uh, and inevitably things always work its way back to like talking about work anyway. Um, but we don't, we don't do that by design. We're not, we're not forcing folks to, to do that, but it's just funny how it happens. It's like you tell somebody don't talk about work and then like inevitably it pops up in conversation and then you know, you get going on the tangent. Yeah, it happens all the time. You know, we <laughs> try to go out to a company event, even like at a, you know, holiday type time of the season, you go out, you have a holiday event and eventually everyone starts talking about work because totally. that's your common, that's your common theme, right? That's exactly that's what yeah. ties you together. So eventually you're going to talk about it. Yep. Yep. People go back <laughs> to their comfort zone and so they, they all know it and they know everybody kind of has the collective knowledge. So they're, you know, everybody goes back to it. So tell me, you know, for people listening that say, oh, man, that, you know, the product sounds awesome. The service that a night post offers. What can you do for, for your clients? Like what maybe thinking outside the box? You know, for me personally, you know, we like to send the handwritten thank you cards post close uh, to our clients, our renewals or just to let them know we appreciate them and to direct them about ways that they can communicate with us when they need help. But thinking out what other ways could you guys assist and help clients yeah. build their brand? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like to equate like, you know, where are the places of value? Like what are the things of value to a business? And so I always actually start there and then work backwards. Uh, but some of the common things that we, we see uh, kind of going back to like what brings value to business is, you know, things like, you know, getting more reviews or more testimonials, right? If you talk to like any, and this goes back to the conversation we were having earlier, but you talk to any business about, you know, the, the thing that can help build their business or grow their business the most, they're always going to say, well, I want more like testimonials and I want people to, you know, leave reviews about my product and service because that's what other folks are going to see. And then that kind of, you know, comes back to you know, helping me grow the business. So that's one of the most common things that we see. Um, and we work with a lot of teams to figure out when is a good time to actually, you know, reach out for that, you know, the ask for that review or that testimonial. Uh, and it's not always straightforward, you know, it, we, yeah, we do no. a lot of testing, right? So a lot of folks like you might work with somebody, you know, they might make a one purchase from you or they, they purchase from you once and then you reach out for the review. We've worked with folks that, you know, uh, they only want to reach out after the person has been, you know, a customer for a period of time or after they make their second or third purchase, because at that point they know that, okay, this person really loves what I do or like loves my product. So that's a great example. Um, 
we see a lot in the um, kind of cross-sell and upsell type of, uh, of category, just because of the personal nature of, of a handwritten note. Uh, so that's a super common thing, you know, especially if you have multiple different like services that you offer or multiple different products, uh, reaching out if somebody has purchased one type of product and you know that, okay, if somebody, you know, typically buys a, uh, you know, an electric toothbrush from me, they might want a, you know, toothpaste subscription as well to go along with that. So like those kind of things, we, we see that a lot. And again, the personal nature of, hey, you know, hey, Mike, I realize you just purchased this. I really think that this other product here would also be something that you'd be interested in. Take a look at it. Let me know if you're interested. Those types of, you know, very personalized, very specific campaigns uh, do really well. Um, so like th those are just kind of like a handful of examples. We work a lot with like subscription companies. So uh, a subscription service that might say, okay, I know someone, you know, subscribes to my widget box and is in a subscription for six months and then they typically churn. That's like my typical, you know, customer lifetime. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, success stepping in at like, in that case, at like the five month mark with an offer to say, hey Mike, I hope you're enjoying this widget subscription. Here's, you know, 15% off for your next three months or four months or something. And like immediately kind of extending the subscription over the point where their, their typical customer may have churned. So, you know, the, the options are really limitless, but those are a couple just like off the top of my head that, you know, we, we see a lot. That's great. That's really cool. <laughs> Man. So what do you, what do you envision for the company or what, if I had to ask you, how would you categorize your industry? What would you say? Would you say branding, marketing? Maybe? Yeah, I think that. I don't know. So if I had to categorize what industry we're in, I would call us in the, the marketing automation industry. Marketing automation, yeah. But kind of with, with a caveat, you know, I actually avoid, uh, really avoid saying that we're like direct mail because the product yeah. is like much, much different than direct mail. So a lot of times when we're talking with folks, they kind of like pop us in that category. But, you know, due to the actual really um, personalized nature of the product and how it works and the uh, the automation ability kind of like when you put the two together you know it's it's really fun and like actually hearing some customer stories of you know folks that they have sent letters to and the responses and everything they get back yeah I would I would kind of put our I would say that we're in more of like the marketing automation and kind of branding and brand building industry right. more so than than the direct mail industry yeah ab absolutely and definitely you know, technology in the tech space too. You guys are oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's awesome, man. So what, what do you envision for the future? Like you go in the next three to five years, what do you think? Yeah. Where do you think an post is? Where do you think the marketing automation industry? And I mean, yeah. I think personally, I'll let you go. Ahead yeah. And no, 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 no. I'm, I'm curious. What do you think? I mean, brand awareness is huge, man. I mean, it's oh, yeah. for a business now. And like you said, like social, testimonials and reviews what, what word am i looking for social yeah social proof social proof <laughs> it's huge man oh yeah and like for people to know the brand and just you know immediately get an idea of what that brand's about or to you know get an understanding of what that you know making sure the brand is communicating what they're what they want to be to their clients is, is i think it's so it's everything right now um, oh yeah and so what do you think i mean about the future of an night post, how they can, how you can continue to deliver brand awareness for your customers and whatnot. Yeah, so I think it goes back to 
kind of what we were talking before, like really everything is, is really developing to be about trust and loyalty. And so that's really, if you look at what sets big successful brands apart, it's really about that trust and loyalty factor, right? And it's almost one of the biggest mistakes I also see a lot of companies make is they put so much effort into like acquisition and like the first part of like getting people through the door, almost yeah. to the neglect of your existing customers and kind of like that, the, I guess the back end of, of your funnel. But if you look at the, the brands that are very successful, they do the best job at kind of cultivating and creating this trust and loyalty of customers that come through the door. And so if you look at like what sets big brands apart from brands that kind of don't make it, it's that effort that they put into what is the experience that we give people? How do we, how do we create a magic moment that will like, you know, keep my brand top of mind so that me as a customer, when I have a choice to go out and make another purchase, or when I have a choice to make a recommendation, how can I make sure that my brand is top of mind for that customer and they don't go to a competitor? And so, you know, when I, whenever I think about Ignite Post and our roadmap and what we're doing, that's always top of mind. And that's, that's kind of where I think the industry is going in general of, all right, what, what are those kind of trust and loyalty things that brands are going to need moving forward? How, would it, how is it going to need to work? You know, what tools are they using right now that we can kind of like plug into and work alongside? So I think that's, that's where I spend a lot of my time thinking. Because uh, again, like th the last thing I want to do is give people another dashboard or another thing to do, like to add on to your list. Like most people have enough things to worry about. So yeah. like our philosophy has always been, you know, how do we make the product as complimentary as possible to meet people where they are uh, so that you don't have just another thing to do? So that's been kind of our, our guiding philosophy is meeting people where they are, being really easy to work alongside of whatever sweet tool suite it is that they already use, but giving them this much more personal uh, way to reach out to people that really leaves a lasting impression and creates that trust and loyalty and you know gets customers to continue coming back again and again. Well, Ari, and I got to say, man, you guys do a great job with it. Your, well, thank you. Your goals, <laughs> yeah, your goals and your, you know, what you guys have uh, sought out to be is working. So great job, man. And awesome. uh, you guys heard it for the audience. If if you'd like to get it, make a connection with Arian, I know Arian, you're you're definitely active on LinkedIn. See you on there, so you can find Arian on LinkedIn, or you can reach out to me, and I'm happy to make a connection for you. Uh, but Ignite Post does an excellent job, and uh, great company. Uh, and uh, Arian, thanks for taking the time, man. We really appreciate it. Anything yeah, you want to leave off with before we leave, before we uh, end the session? Or? Well, I've had an awesome time chatting, so I appreciate number one. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, as a as a thank you, I actually have two things for listeners if they are interested. So number one, if you want to have one of our robots write you out a sample, uh, hit ignitepost.com. Right on the front uh, homepage, you'll see a button that says "Request a Sample." It's free. Just type in your address and your name. We'll we'll have one of the robots send out there. And uh, as, a, as a thank you for listening, and because Mike is awesome, if anybody wants to try out the service, uh, I'll add $100 in free credits to anybody if they want to just set up a free account, um, kick the tires, let us know. Just mention that you heard uh, this chat on Mike's podcast, and we'll, we'll hook you up. That was awesome, Ari. That's cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you guys heard it. First thing you should do is go to ignitepost.com. <laughs> and look at your, order your sample. Yep. Uh, and then the second thing is, 
let Ariane know that you heard this conversation on the team business podcast and you get a hundred dollars worth of free credits yep. for their service in which you should absolutely yeah, sign up for any, any plan you want. And I'll pop a hundred, a hundred dollars in, in credits in there. You should absolutely utilize it. <laughs> Ariane, thanks for the time, man. It was a great talk. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me. This has been great. Yeah. And we'll see you next time on the team business podcast. Thanks again for watching. Or I should say listening, not watching. It used to be watching, but now it's just listening. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. See you next time.